Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver. And this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. Welcome to Math & Magic, stories from the frontiers of marketing. This week, I'm talking to acclaimed musician and entrepreneur, Pitbull. I think that education is the real revolution because as much as we speak about all the problems that there is in society and the world today, my mother's always told me, son, don't worry. The world's always been coming to an end. Don't let it scare you out of living. Listen to Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Listen to the highly anticipated 100th episode of Tank and Jay Valentine's R&B Money Podcast with artist Chris Brown. Even working with you from Carrie Hilson, Adonis. Mm-hmm. Back in the day, I was 15, 14 doing that album. So like I said, I was in school like, yeah. okay, this is how you do it. This is how you make a song. There's a verse, a pre-chorus, and then mm-hmm. a hook. I didn't know none of that. You learned I, that over a summer, bro. That's what I, it felt like. That's what it felt like. Listen to R&B Money on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey there, I'm Dr. Maya Shunker, and I'm a scientist who studies human behavior. Many of us have experienced a moment in our lives that changes everything, that instantly divides our life into a before and an after. On my podcast, A Slight Change of Plans, I talk to people about navigating these moments. Their stories are full of candor and hard-won wisdom. And you'll hear from scientists who teach us how we can be more resilient in the face of change. Listen on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Yep, yep, get old boys is back and reloaded. All in your mind, yeah, now deep throated. This is for the streets, the real, the railroaded, the disenfranchised, the truth, the scapegoated. And they know it, we speak the truth, so they quote it. Cause we wrote it, the north, south, the east coast, it's the GB knocking, we keeping your head bobbing. It ain't no stopping, and once the beat drops in, by then the system is so corrupt, they throw the rock out their hands and then blame it on us. It's GB. Don't get it twisted, on code and we ain't dancing for no buttermilk biscuits. It's Willie D, y'all. Scarface is in the building. Collectively, we are the Ghetto Boys. Reloaded. Reloaded with another episode of information and instructions to help you navigate through this wild, crazy, beautiful world in the studio. Ghetto, ghetto, ghetto boys. What's up, Will? What's up? What's up, King? All good, King. You looking mighty spliffy. Man, I'm spliffy. Yeah. Spliffy. Look here. So, uh, have you been following uh, Blastmaster Karis one and, and, and the, the other hip-hop giants that uh, apparently has talked to, uh, what's his name? The the congressman, the senator, senate congressman or whatever. Sh- uh, Shift? John? What's his name? I don't know, but Adam, I, Adam Schiff. I, I saw whatever. something, but I, I didn't read into it. So, what's going on? 
Well, evidently, from where I got it, some money's going to be set aside to build a hip hop museum, right? Okay. Um. Honestly, money being set aside for the hip hop museum ain't really, you know, that's not really helping the cause, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like we got, we got, we got uh, artists that were down, you know, that actually are responsible for the birth of hip hop, man. And I guarantee you that if you run to them right now, they're not doing too well. Mm -hmm. But we can spend, you know, uh, hundreds of millions or, or double digit millions on, on a museum for it. You know, I got is there it. any way that the museum could like maybe help? I don't know. I, I, like we, help, help, like help those guys who need help financially. I mean, like, like by way of perhaps the foundation or something. I don't know, Willie, but but yeah. we need to really um, start fighting for hip hop. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. We we should really start squabbling for hip hop. I feel like every 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 label has taken something from hip hop. Uh, uh, has taken something from that artist and never gave it back to him. You know what I mean? Like, we, we used our talents, you know, and you capitalized. You know what I mean? Like, the money, um, the money wasn't fair for in the beginning. The contracts wasn't fair in the beginning, but yet the record labels still hold the rights to the shit. And now they've switched. And I was, I was watching um, Drez from um, Black Sheep, Remember Dreads? Mm -hmm. uh, what was the name of that group? Who's the Black Sheep? Come on. I can't remember the name of the group. What's the name of the group? Black Sheep. Okay, Black Sheep. Okay, there it is. <laughs> <laughs> but he was talking about, like, when we signed our agreements, man, that that foreseen uh, uh, distribution company that has popped up out of nowhere, like, they don't have the rights to do that shit to our music. You know what I mean? Like you, you can you 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 take our music and you give us a less than a penny to stream our shit, but we never agreed to this. Mm. All right, we never agreed to that. And from the way you know, Dreads put it is like, if we gonna split, if we if 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 his contract read, if anything unforeseen would happen, you know, in the future that they would split the royalty fifty fifty. Well, now they owe money. And I'm, I'm, I really want to shed a lot of light on this situation, Willie, because we made music, bro. You know, we are we are an important part of a huge, um, um, what do you want to call it? You can call a, a huge uh, culture. You know, that's steady growing and growing and growing and growing, but we're not in on the money side of it. You know. A lot of people from back in the days when we were signing contracts, like them contracts was fucking 5% or 5 points or uh, 10 points, 12 points, you know, max 21, 18 points, you know. And and it just wasn't, it, 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 it's not, it's not money enough to sustain an artist that actually created the material that's being put out. So what do you say to the people that say, well, you signed the contract? Well, shit. I mean, you can still pack Fado. You know, Warner. These, these fucking big Warners and Universals and and Epics and Atlantics, man. You still got our shit. But what do you say to the people that say, "Well, that's what contracts are for"? If everybody, nah, hold, hold on, hold no, on. No, no, can no, I finish? No, let me finish because I let you talk. Like, if if the contracts don't matter, then why are people signing contracts every day to 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 make sure that? 
there's some type of structure in case there's a disagreement. Well, I mean, contracts, that's what the contracts are okay, for, right? Okay, I mean, contracts is uh, NFL contracts, NBA contracts, uh, uh, acting contracts, uh, music contracts. You know, oh, that's fine and dandy, but when you have some new shit in the game, you know, with the streaming uh, shit, that ain't that that can't be in the contract because it wasn't in there. I personally think streaming is like the worst thing to ever happen to music. Okay, well, we like, need to like, get like in. the whole the whole internet shit, all of that. It's the worst thing to happen. Yeah, you, to music you took away so many jobs with the mom and pops, and, and it, it made and it easier to steal. And it made it, it made, way more it easy made to it steal. Easy to steal because back in the day, you had you 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 knew that was a warehouse where that music was, and you could go to that warehouse and you could audit. You know, right and now, now you can't do like, shit. You know, or you go to the mom and pop. Okay, what what stores you said my stuff is in? Okay, I need to do an audit. I need to check. But yeah, now, now it's you like, can't do that. You just gotta like basically trust take their, their words and take their word. So and and that's not in the contract. Yeah, that's not in the contract, Willie. Okay, so that that streaming side of it never that never surfaced in the agreements that we signed. So, here, so here's the problem what we what, what what we'll have here, right? Because, because you and I, ghetto boys, are not in our prime at the top. Our voice is not as loud as though, and we're passionate about it, right? Our voice are not as loud. Our voices are not as loud as the guys who are on the top right now, like the Drakes, and you know, little baby, and you know, all these guys, right? Cardi B, whoever, right? You know, so our voices are not as loud as theirs, right? Now. Obviously, the person with the loudest voice, whoever is, you know, at the top of the mountain, they're going to have a louder voice and they're going to have more impact and more influence but if, they, they, but, if they were to throw their weight behind it. But the people who are in those positions, <laughs> they, they're, know, not, they're not really they're interested. They're not really interested in making sure that people under them get what they deserve because in their minds, that that's not their fight. Just like when we when we were there. Right, when we were at the top. We wasn't really interested in the guys who were crying about not getting their fair share at the time, right? But I now that we got, did we, we have got, did we have that argument back then? Though people not getting their fair share, I think that argument was there, but but we didn't hear it because we were so far, we were so high up, we couldn't hear it. Willie, we, I'm we not, I'm not the, the 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 record the record side of this shit. You know, the contracts, the agreements, or whatever. All that's fine and dandy. Mm-hmm. All right. But but at some point, that artist who cre- helped to create this music is going to have to eat, all right? And at some point, uh, uh, the artist that made that music uh, and that you're now streaming that we didn't agree to in the first place, we didn't agree to that shit. Like, somebody's going to have to put a bell on that cat, bro. Like, you, you're talking about contracts, but that's not what we signed. We didn't sign that. So all of that streaming shit is illegal, bro. Like I didn't, you know how normally when when um say you do a um say you sign a record you re, you sign a record deal right and then the 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 uh, distributor is gonna come to you and and they're gonna what's that is it an inducement letter or some shit letter of inducement or something can't remember what it's called but it's a letter that's the that purpose you, of it to to let to let the uh, distributor know that it's cool for them to distribute your shit and not in those words. But yeah, they mm. they you sign a letter of inducement or a letter of something, man. I can't remember, man. It's been so freaking long ago. But you sign a letter, Willie, 
and I never signed that letter, and you never signed that letter either, because this this is some unforeseen shit that's happened. the The hip hop museum is is, is cool, you know. It, it'll be it, it'll 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 be cool to be a part of that history, but we don't need that we part of bigger history. Fish for fr- it's about way now, bigger, man. We need bigger fish. We need a fucking pension. Yeah, we need retirement. We need health care for these for these artists that 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 created the ground for the rest of the uh people to stand on. You know what I mean? Like it's 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 way bigger than me and you, man. This is a culture that needs to be protected. What's the purpose of the museum besides honoring those who have done it? That and that, and that remains to be uh I don't know, Willie. All all I saw was that but but, but Chris was talking about this though. Karen's one was talking about it. And and that's why I I I I I felt compelled to come on here and and say some shit about it also, you know. But Chris was talking about it. He was like, we need to do stuff, and, and not in those words, but he, we need to make sure that we take care of the culture and the people that are responsible for making, you know, that that was responsible for making those hits, mm-hmm. you know, making those records, giving us this platform to stand on, you know. I, I I'm willing to bet you that that um. Elvis ain't go through that. You know, Elvis estate ain't going through this shit. You know what I mean? That contract might be a little, <laughs> rock and roll might be a little, set, it might be set up a little different. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's a protection on, on that side of it. But we need to get protection on our side of it. Mm-hmm. I'm with you. Yeah. I'm with you on that. Um, I just wanted to get that off my chest, big bro. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm with that. I think that um, it's going to take a conservative effort, though. You know, like it's like it, it's it's just too many people. Just like, like on the other front, it's too many people that is just for self. As long as they're okay, they feel like yo, you know, everything is good. I ain't got to go out and do that. You know, so we're gonna. There's gonna be a whole lot of that going on, but we can get past that. I'm down. You know, like, yeah. I'm down with it. You know. Um, Let's talk about Tyree Nichols. Oh, that's so... Man, did you see that? Horrible, man. <laughs> Come Horrible. on, man. Horrible. So these were black officers, Willie. And you know, we always get on here and and, and we go crazy about how, how the white police officers don't um, speak the same language as the people that they are uh, actually policing. Mm-hmm. And um, how they... Um, kick our ass and get away with it. Well, those, was it five officers that they got? Uh, yeah, five black officers. Five black officers that got um, put in jail, got, had been arrested for the the damage and injury and, and the murder uh, of this kid, Willie. I mean, kicking him in the head and tasing him and spraying him with pepper spray and all of that was way, way, way too much, bro. Yeah, and, and we and it's it's fair to examine that. It's fair to go into that, but let's make sure that we reiterate that motherfucker. We ain't even. You got one time five black cops <laughs> killed a black dude. Okay, 
Motherfucker, we ain't even. Y'all motherfuckers kill black folks every day, all day long. So this one incident don't mean that, okay, now you see what? Uh, it's not a race the, thing. The black guys are doing it too, so it can't be a race thing. No, nah, it's still a race it thing. It is most definitely The problem is, is that you're always going to have uncivilized mutts in every group. And these were uncivilized mutts who, who got out of pocket. They stretched their authority to the extent that they forgot what color they were. And they didn't understand that if they crossed that line and 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 these and the and the, the video got out, that see they wasn't counting on that video to come out. So when that video came out, that's what did it. It wasn't even the body the officer body cam. It was that pole vi- the the the, the, well, uh, that camera, was the camera that was on the pole. That's, well, that's what cold, that's man. what got him. And you gotta understand this, Brad, check this out. When you think about why they what they did, you got to understand first of all why would they do what they did, and that is because leadership starts at the top. Sure. And something in their mind told them that that was going to be okay with leadership. See, just like your kids know when they go out there, out that house, they represent you. They know whatever they do, they're gonna have to answer to it. They know they're gonna have to talk to you at some point. Even your grown kids know. Yeah. You know, it's gonna be a phone call coming. You know, so they know. So these guys knew who they were answering to. Serlin C.J. Davis, the chief of police in Memphis, is as dirty as they come. Come on, man. She is, she is as dirty as they come. Yeah, I'm gonna come. I'm coming because I'm gonna call a strike a strike and a ball a ball. Okay. I was pulling for you know black woman you know having a position like that. Yeah, yeah. I'm, a, I'm. That's automatic for me. Okay. Okay. I'm automatically gonna put pull for. But man, you know, like all skin folk ain't kin folk, and she ain't, and she ain't no good, bro. Come on, Willie. Yeah, let me let me take you back. Come so, on. before she got to Memphis, she was in Durham, uh, North Carolina. Oh shit. She was in Durham. Okay. So in Durham, uh, she that was a, a situation where a black man was murdered by the police. They tried to say he pulled the gun. Uh, the video never showed the man pulling the gun at all, ever being a danger to police. Was this black? Man, was this was, was black this man killed by a white police officer? Yeah. Okay, go ahead. She protected. She, she protected, protected a white she cop. She protected the cop. White right? cop. Yeah. Okay, go she ahead. She protected him. Go ahead. Before she got to Durham, she she got kicked out of Atlanta. Because she was she covered for a sergeant, a female sergeant's husband, who was caught up in a pornography case, a child pornography case. White officer. White officer. Okay, go ahead. Yeah. All right. I'm so just she, I'm just getting. So she tried to cover. She tried to cover for him. She tried to sweep it under the rug. And when the investigators, uh, when they when they uh, interviewed her, they said that her uh, her testimony was, what's that word they used? Uh, uh, deceptive. He said her testimony was deceptive and the and the two officers, the two officers who, who, who exposed her testimony proved to be true. You know, they, they were saying these guys, these guys were being truthful and her testimony proved to be deceptive. These guys went to her when they found out the information. Okay, what happened is that one guy was working at a photo lab uh, after hours or whatever mm-hmm. uh, as a second job, and he came across the photos. So he oh, takes, shit. So he takes it to her. She tells him, he said that she said, cut it. 
and then made a motion with her finger like this. You know, like she was, you know, like you make the yeah, motion to cut yeah, your yeah. neck, like you're cutting somebody's neck. So she made that motion. So they kicked her out. Oh, and that ain't it. That ain't all. She was, she was, uh, she was implemented or she was at least over this unit called Red Dog, mm -hmm. which is similar to the Scorpions in Memphis, where they Red have Dog this so-called, this so-called, yeah, this so-called, these guys are part of this so-called violent uh, task force, you know, where where they go after, you know, violent crimes task force, right? Mm -hmm. Where they go after the violent criminals, so-called violent criminals. These guys, when they start these little special task force, these task force are notorious for overstepping boundaries. They're notorious for being brutal, notorious for being murderous and thieving and lying. They just, they are notoriously corrupt. So this Red Dog unit was in Atlanta and I, I got all kinds of people hitting me up, subscribers and stuff hitting me up saying that these guys would pull up on people in the neighborhood and just start beating them up for no reason. They would jump out. Damn. They would jump out. The, they would jump out of car, moving cars, uh, smacking people, putting their heads in the ant beds. Uh, God damn. Just they say that they would be just chilling just be chilling in the neighborhood and out of nowhere the police come in make everybody lay like everybody lay on the ground and beat people up and then even when they didn't find anything no apologies no nothing just drive they just off. drive on off into the sunset and still take people to jail just putting all kinds of cases on people the 80 that 92 year old woman that, that that got killed on her watch it was this was a no knock warrant uh, executed by this this her department. Mm. A no-knock warrant. They killed this 92-year-old woman and she covered. She ain't no good, bro. She's white corrupt. Officer, white officer and, and, killed and, a black lady, right? And here's the thing. I, 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 I'm not I'm not sure to, okay. what 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 the complexion of, uh, you know ethnicity of the officers were, but the bottom line is that it happened on her watch. Okay, so just Looking at the patterns, mm -hmm. it seems like she is protecting or she offers protection for, but as soon as, as uh, 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 Pookie and Ray Ray get in some shit, immediate locker. Well, no, here's what it is. She offers protections for all of them. The police look after the police. She offers protection for all of them, but when the shit hit the fan, somebody got to go. Heads got to roll and it's quick. And, and so when the shit hit the fan with black officers, heads are going to roll faster. And that's this what is I'm, that's what, that's the and, point and I was trying to make. This is something she should have, this is something that they should have known. She knows this. They knew that. And that's why they were, they were comfortable with doing everything that they were doing. Because she was down with the Because she are they all down. The, yeah. they, they know her history. Right. Really? With, with, in, in law enforcement. You're right. In law enforcement. You get rewarded for bad behavior, not good behavior. You're right. You get rewarded for bad behavior. You get promoted for bad behavior for in sure. law enforcement. Remember I the remember. Jeffrey Dahmer cops? I remember. Yeah, he got it. They got promoted. He sure did. Two, two of the worst to ever do it, they got actually promoted. And this is because they were in line with 
The agenda. You're right. The agenda is to cause confusion. The agenda is to cause disruption, to beat, brutalize, steal, uh, lie, cheat, defraud, everything you can think of. And then put the badge on and, 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 and the uniform and make an arrest every now and then and make the dummies out there think that you're doing something good for society. All over this country, dude, that same mentality is mirrored. Sure. All and, over and, this country. And, 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 and it, you know, that, 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 that was uh, protection is offered, you know, until, like you say, some heads got to roll, Willie. And, and what they did to 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 that young brother was just as foul as anything I've ever seen or anything that I've ever heard. You know, brutal man, brutal, just uncivilized like, much. It takes uncivilized much to even think of. Like at some point, okay, let's just say they were the uncivilized much we know them to be, right? Okay. Even the uncivilized mutt has to say to himself, you know, damn man. Oh, man, you know, maybe we shouldn't be beating them like this, man. You know, especially like since, you know, this, we're doing this on the backdrop of the George Floyd case where, where black man was beaten to death and stuff. And, you know, maybe this this might come back to get me. You know, I ain't, I know I ain't shit. I, I'm uncivilized. Mother, I ain't shit. But I don't want to go to jail for this. So let me just stop and let me make sure that they stop, too. Hey, man, hey guys, cut it out now. I cut hope it they out. stomp his ass is what he said. Didn't he say that? Yeah. I hope they stomp his ass. What did yeah. he say? yeah. See, that's what he said. I hope they stomp his ass. That's what they do. And then, listen, they they was calling the man bitches and hoes and a oh, motherfucker this God. and that. Just talking to the man, you know, like he was nothing, like he was dirt. The the dude's attitude didn't warranted nothing close to that type of language. Being and I and well, I, I, felt, I felt like it was personal. And when I, I started hearing that. about that, yeah, I, I heard that it probably was personal you know they were saying that that's true he had some type of relationship with dude's ex-girlfriend what's his name i have no uh, idea. haley uh demetrius haley so officer Baby demetrius Mama. haley yeah he uh uh they were saying that tyree had some type of relationship at fedex with the woman mm -hmm. but tyree's father recently said no dice. He said, that's not true. But at the same time, I know as a parent, you don't always know who your kids, friends who your are. kids, friends are. Oh, that's true. And who they're dealing with. That is true. So, but I do know that that is very plausible for something like that because police officers often use the shield to get back at their enemies. That's correct. And they, you, and they get with each other they gang up. They get with each other. Look, man, I'm going to beat this motherfucker right here ass that I don't have. I got a problem with. And I'm, <laughs> I'm going to handle him. And then, you know, you cover for me. And then I'm going to cover for you. Or you get him. I want I can't stand him. I hope y'all talk over, his ass Harass right. him. Do whatever you got to do to him. Mm -hmm. Get him, get him, get him, get him for me. And then I'm going to get one for you. You see? Mm -hmm. I'm going to get one for Thanks you. And thanks. And I'm going to cover for you when you beat up your wife. You cover for me when I beat up my wife. This is why women are scared to death. Women are, that are in relationships with police officers mm. are scared to death because who do you call when the police violate you? That's heavy. Who do you call when the police is committing a crime? That's heavy, Willie. And, but, it's, but it's happening, you know? 
It's heavy. All day, every day, man. But it's, it's, it's cold game. Yeah. But you know, they, they didn't count on Tyree's family. Yeah, and they, they didn't. They didn't. They didn't bank on them being assertive about getting justice. Ghetto Boys Reloaded Podcast. We'll be right back after the break. Lucky Land Casino asking people, "What's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky?" Lucky in line at the deli, I guess. Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am, like I am, where it is. This isn't going to work. I, I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, if, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart's Outspoken Network for a year, and what a year it has been. Every weekday, I navigate our rapidly changing world alongside our series of fabulous expert guests. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Woke not just to the latest headlines, but also to the collective power we all have. Woke to the need to build community with those around us. Woke to how to avoid burnout and woke to the ways we can all find joy in the madness. Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. New year, new name, new energy, but... Same old us. Oh, yeah. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. But that's not all. We will also have special guests to add their thoughts on the topics, as well as break down different political issues with local activists in their community. If you like to be informed and to expand your thoughts, listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. That's right. 
Hey, everybody. Welcome to Across Generations, where the voices of Black women unite in powerful conversations. I'm your host, Tiffany Cross. Tiffany Cross. I want you all to join me and be a part of sisterhood, friendship, wisdom, and laughter. In every episode, we gather a seasoned elder. But even with a child, there's no such thing as the wrong thing if you love them. Myself, as the middle generation... I don't feel like I have to get married at this big age in life, but it is a desire I have and something that I've navigated in dating. And a vibrant young soul for engaging intergenerational conversations. I'm very jealous of your generation (laughs) that didn't have to deal with Instagram and Tinder. This is Across Generations, where Black women's voices unite, and together, you know how we do, we create magic. magic. Listen to Across Generations podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. How long did it take for them to actually get some movement in the police department? Didn't take long at all. It didn't take no two or three, four months, huh? Uh, it was like less than 20 days. Damn. Them boys yeah. was out of here less than 20 days, you know? And the footage that they did have, the camcorder, uh, the body cam footage that they did have, that came out in record time. Now, here's the deal. All of that body cam footage should come out immediately. Yeah. Every single time, I don't care what the, what, what the situation is. That, In fact, body cam footage should be made public immediately like it should mm-hmm. automatically as, as soon as it's it damn it should be made public in real time and it, they got a way to do it they got a damn way to do everything else with technology they got a way to do it make that body cam footage uh available, available in, immediately available in real time well they'll probably say something about you know it being some type of security risk or whatever but at least you know within you know minutes after the incident Make that body cam footage available because we all know that if they are left with the task of releasing that body cam footage at their leisure, well, we know that they can doctor it and we know they will yeah, doctor it. they will it. doctor that shit. You know, the and they have go black, doctored it. had a shit where you can't see nothing. They've doctored it a lot. Yeah. I saw a dude, I think a chic dude, like get shot by the police in a video today and the dude was wielding a knife and he got the police shot him. He ran up on the police with a knife and the police shot him and they, they blurred his face. They both, they blurred the the, the victim's face or the cop. They blurred the victim's face. And I think the cop's face was blurred too, but damn, but here's the thing. How often do they do that when black people get shot? Not oh. very often. If at all. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's cold blood. Exactly. So 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 the message is to traumatize the black community and normalize our pain. Normalize Make our it normal suffering. so people can be uns- insensitive toward it. Make I the, get it. So they can be uns- insensitive toward it and so that the black people who are not as strong-willed, yeah, as who is not as strong-willed, a strong-willed can be can feel inferior. You know, one of the things that I hate is when when black people post stuff about they do this to us. You know, they post video or video or uh, there's an image and somebody say they do this to us and 
blah, blah, blah. We, we know what they're doing to us. We know whatever. But when I hear people saying, this is what they do, and and it just sounds like somebody that's scared to death. And like, I don't like that scared to death shit. I'm like, hey, you know, you know, you know what it is. Like, you know what it is right now. You, we already know what it is. So, yeah, that 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 fair shake, that break, that possibility, um, that shit is slim to none, and and slim just left. Yeah. Like, like we not gonna, it's not gonna ever be fair. The, the 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 scales of justice will not ever tilt in our favor, Willie. So what's know, happening? What's so what's happening? We're dealing with a lot of bullies, right? Whether they're police officers or anybody else, you know, a Karen or whoever, these are bullies. They're all they're all bullies. No, you can't be here. What you doing right here? Yeah. Uh, what is your name? You know, yeah. Stand right there. Yeah. You know, don't walk. You can't be walk. You can't walk over there. These are bullies, and you know. The way to deal with a bully is a bully, you got to put something on a bully ass. I'm telling you, bro, like anytime I've ever had to deal with a bully, the way I got the bully to get in line, to mine, to get up off me, is putting something on their ass. And when they know that's what you you about and that's how you get down, just magically, they somehow find some type of respect for you. Huh. They just magically find respect. This is why if America could roll on China right now, it would. But it can't. But it won't. It could, but they know it's going to be annihilation. <laughs> like they know what's going to happen. And that's the, what bullies need to understand. Whoever the bully is, they need to know there's going to be some consequences and repercussions <laughs> Every single time. That's what they need to understand. Yeah. Like you ain't finna get away with nothing. Not one time. You ain't finna get away with nothing. Not one time. Not not with me or mine. Not one time are you going to get away with it. And I don't give a damn about what they saying about what, what the law is and all that shit. You know? Hey, man. Americans understand that. Americans understand Justice. They understand when justice is not served, justice is going to be served. Mm. They understand that. Yeah, but is it is it the same justice for black people, Willie? Absolutely not. Okay. This, but but hey, man, you know. But look, black people know what time it is. Right. We tried everything else. Black people know what time it is. All that damn crying and what well, they doing this to us, and and we did this and that. Yeah, nah, man, fuck is. all that. You know what it is, man. Yeah, Let's I get agree. with it. You know what I'm saying? Let's I get to it. With you, Willie. You, you, yeah. It ain't you no, know? it ain't no win, bro. In 1982, today, uh, a mob of 200 white people seizes a black man. Um, his name was Thomas Brown, and he was in jail, right? And they lynched him in front of the courthouse, and they accused him in an assault in Nick Nicholasville, Kentucky. I don't, I don't. Um, it's just, just, just ongoing. It just don't stop, you know. And what they just, got him out of jail mm -hmm. and did him like this, Willie, uh, 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 in nineteen o two, and the shit is still going on right now. But this time, it was your skin folk. Mm hmm. 
Your skin folk did that to you. That's how it go. That's, That's how it go. A lot of times a black person ain't finna even get a position unless they gonna acquiesce to the system. Acquiesce? Unless they gonna get down. Whatever nice. the system say, get down. Whatever the <laughs> system say, get down, that's what they gonna do. They gonna get huh. down. Yeah. With the system. They're that, not gonna even get in. They're not even letting them in. This is why, this is why every single black person that come into office, coming to any position of power, yeah. should not be judged strictly by the color of their skin. They must be judged by the content of their character. You must absolutely vet them. Find yeah. out who the hell they are, where they come from, and what are they going to do for you? Because it's too many of them that's just been getting a pass just based strictly off their skin color. Yeah. They are part of the system, and many of them are part of the problem. Many of them are the gatekeepers of black society. Boy, boy, boy. If, if you look around yeah. in a lot of these cities where you see young people trying to come into politics, yeah. young people trying to make change. Their biggest adversaries are black gatekeepers because those black gatekeepers... Boy, boy, boy. Let me, let me rephrase that. Oftentimes, their biggest adversaries are the black gatekeepers, the old ones who've been in so long, who got their position, who getting their money, who, 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 who's using their power and their influence, who don't want to see no change. They're good. They've been selling out all their damn life. And I'd be damned if I'm going to let your little fresh ass come up in here and change something. Mm. The youngsters got some good ideas. They mm. got a lot of good energy. They got mm. good intent. They, they, have, they have not been jaded. No, they have not. They have not been jaded. Yeah. But a lot of these old ones, these old gatekeepers, they are the worst and their asses got to go. They got to go, bro. Shout out to all the youngsters out there that's running for political office uh, who are running for these political offices in, in with, with, with change in mind. Mm -hmm. You know, like they want to make change, man. And, and, and I respect that. And no, y'all, no. It's going to be an uphill battle. Oh, most it's definitely. Going, don't think just because you get in, that's it. <laughs> yeah. You still got to deal with a bunch of uncivilized mutts. The reason you got to understand the reason why you want to make changes is because the people that are already in power ain't doing what they're supposed to be doing. So if they're not doing what they're supposed to be doing and you come in and you're trying to change that, you're going to have some problems. Big so time. just know that. And know that you don't have to be in it all by yourself. Get yourself some allies on the way. Get allies. Don't try to go in there and do it all by yourself because you're not going to be successful. You need allies. Huh. You have to have allies, brother. What's that? You have to have allies. Oh, yeah. it's, no, it's, it's just um, they uh, fucking with Biden again. They go into his house. <laughs> yeah. You can't take that shit out of them people's house, man. You better leave that alone, man. Uh there's this crazy shit going on, Willie. Uh, a gunman in D.C. Uh, storms a metro station, shooting people up. Um, it's the first week of Black History Month. Hey, Black History Month, first week. Are you going to eat any chicken? <laughs> Man, why did this lady... <laughs> 
Why did this lady make the damn international news? Well, how many million? With, with a black stereotype, like one of the worst black stereotypes out there. And it is, it's, it's only a stereotype because people eat chicken all over the world. Hey, hold on, we're not talking about the same shit. What are you talking about? I'm talking about the black lady, Verna Liddell. Verna Liddell in Harvey, Illinois. Yeah, she stole all the chicken. She stole $1.5 million worth of chicken. <laughs> That's impossible. <laughs> How do you steal $1.5 million worth of chicken? And they said in 18 months, she stole about $1.5 million in chicken. And the $60,000 question is, that must have Where been the, is the chicken? No, it's, it's, a, it's, two, it's two. You know, it's two different types of chickens, right? <laughs> you got the chickens that lay eggs, and then you have the chickens. You see what I'm saying? It's two different type of chickens. Okay. Is she talking about the chicken from the chicken house? Or is she talking about the chicken from the chicken house? <laughs> Man, how does the lunch lady? They said she was a. Oh, she was a lunch lady. She was a lunch lady. She okay, was a so that was the chicken. Yeah, she was. A, she, she stole she it. She was. She was in charge of ordering the food for the school. Oh, so fuck. What, so what she did is they 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 alleged that she made two separate orders. She was ordering for the school and then she'd make another a separate order. I know they fucking sick of chicken at that house. Cause if she ordered a million dollar worth of chicken, they had chicken every motherfucking (laughs) 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 Say like, yeah, what kind of chicken we having tonight, mama fried. What about tomorrow night, mama smothered? (laughs) They had a bunch of motherfucking chicken. Baked barbecue. Bobby man grilled. Chicken. Yeah. Sauté. Well, she 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 definitely stands up to that stereotype. She holds that stereotype like like yeah, it's chicken, baby. Dude, how do you I wouldn't want I mean, I, I wouldn't want that on my record. What, some chickens? They like what uh, uh 1.5 million dollars worth of chicken. And the rest you got to pay restitution. <laughs> Why are you paying restitution in this amount of money, ma'am? Uh they say I stole some chickens. <laughs> <laughs> The, the school lunch lady got hit with a theft charge for $1.5 million. Million man. worth of chicken. Worth the chicken. Wow. That's cold-blooded. Yeah. Times are hard, man. It is, And this man. happened during the pandemic when the students were not on campus. That's even worse. Oh, she was still in it was college campus? It was like an elementary no, school? No, 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 it's school. School. Elementary school? I don't school? know what kind of school. I, don't know I mean, that's school. a lot of goddamn chicken. They should have threw up a red flag the minute that order came out. Okay, I asked you a question one of my followers asked me. Okay. What if she was using the chickens to give to the homeless, to feed the homeless? Did you laugh at that person? <laughs> I did. Yes, you should. <laughs> As you should. <laughs> I don't want to give nobody no fucking chicken. You don't want to. Well, the bottom line is that, you know, I tried, you know, somebody else said that, you know, well, what if she did it to feed her kids and herself, feed herself and her kids? And I said, shit, I tried that with the judge. That shit don't work. No, it don't. <laughs> That's not going to work. Yeah, that might that might work for certain people, but that don't work for black people. Uh, at all. At all. And, and like, you know, <laughs> bruh. I was I was reading something, Willie, man. It was talking about um, 
white America and black America, right? It's just, it's one America. It ain't no white America. It ain't no white America or no black America. It's one America. And I have to always correct them. It's two different Americas, man. It's two different Americas, Willie. It is a white America. And it is a black America. We get sentenced. If you look at case law, you you'll see that if 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 that lady that stole them chickens, the time that they gave her, they're gonna give her or whatever her uh, restitution or whatever's gonna be, and you go and you look at white America's side of the same thing for the same crime, or the, of a crime of the of the crime of the same value, mm-hmm. I guarantee you that this black lady who allegedly stole all them chickens is going to get less than this white lady that has a crime that has the same amount of money involved in it. You mean she's going to get more, more time? She is. The black lady. The black lady Yeah. that, that, that allegedly stole chickens. Yeah. Yeah. So it's two different Americas, Willie. It's two different Americas, bro. And, and you can tell by the neighborhoods that we condemn to live in. You know, the grocery stores that we are, um, uh, we have to shop at, you know. But you, but you know that there are a lot of uh, food desert, food deserts uh, in white neighborhoods too, right? See, when we think of white neighborhoods, we only think of the good neighborhoods in the city and in the towns that we live in. They got a bad white neighborhood? Always. Well. They're in the trailer parks. They're in the trailer parks. They they in the trailer parks are typically located in, in industrial areas, and they're often they're at the bot they're at the the end of streets like like streets where you'll see like uh, damn Willie they're at the end of streets where you'll see like uh, mechanic shops and all that kind of stuff like and they're in the rural areas. So white people's uh, ghettos are tucked away out of sight. Eyes are like right there in your face, so you see in it. And you, so, so this is what makes us think that uh, oftentimes we think that only black people live in bad neighborhoods, or only because Mexicans live in bad neighborhoods. But no, no, no. There's a lot of poor white people in this country who live in in very, very <sighs> bad, bad conditions. But they're wow. tucked away from the from from the prying eye of society, so you don't see that. Wow. I saw a little kid, a uh, little kid looked like looked like he had Down syndrome or whatever. I ever told you this story? No. Because so I'm looking at this kid. I'm, I'm just scrolling through the internet or whatever, man. Mm-hmm. Kid looked like he got Down syndrome and some other shit going on with him. But he has on a shirt that says, at least I'm not a nigga. <laughs> Is that a true, a true story? Yeah. That yeah, I had you it. You saw it on the uh, internet? I saw it. Yeah, I, have, I took a picture of it. Yeah. At least... I'm not a nigga. I feel what he's saying. I ain't a nigga either. I feel him. I get it. Uh-oh. You sure this is real? Did you, uh, did you authenticate this man? I, I didn't. I, uh, you sure this real? Because I want I want to make sure it's real before I go on the little Down syndrome dude. Because everybody be like, ah, yeah, it wasn't even real. You need to real. do your research. Like, you need to do your research. It, pretty it looks. To me. Let me see. I mean, you want to go to to the original? No, nah, I'm trying to just see. Eh. 
So it's really blurred. All right, um, well, let me find another one. I'm not sure. I don't, I'm not sure that's real. You're going to go in today. I'm not sure that's real, bro. Okay. But I wouldn't be surprised, though. I mean, you can't be surprised by something like that. Um, I wouldn't be surprised by that at, at all. Ghetto Boys Reloaded Podcast. We'll be right back after the break. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am like I am where it is. This isn't going to work. I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. New year, new name, new energy, but... Same old us. <laughs> oh, yeah. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. But that's not all. We will also have special guests to add their thoughts on the topics, as well as break down different political issues with local activists in their community. If you like to be informed and to expand your thoughts, listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart's Outspoken Network for a year, and what a year it has been. Every weekday, I navigate our rapidly changing world alongside our series of fabulous expert guests. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Woke not just to the latest headlines, but also to the collective power we all have. Woke to the need to build community with those around us. Woke to how to avoid burnout and woke to the ways we can all find joy in the madness. Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, everybody, welcome to Across Generations, where the voices of Black women unite in powerful conversations. I'm your host, Tiffany Cross. Tiffany Cross. I want you all to join me and be a part of sisterhood, friendship, wisdom, and laughter. In every episode, we gather a seasoned elder. But even with a child, there's no such thing as the wrong thing if you love them. Myself, as the middle generation... I don't feel like I have to get married at this big age in life, but it is a desire I have and something that I've navigated in dating. 
and a vibrant young soul for engaging intergenerational conversations. I'm very jealous of your generation (laughs) that didn't have to deal with Instagram and Tinder. This is Across Generations, where Black women's voices unite, and together, you know how we do, we create magic. magic. Listen to Across Generations podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, my name's Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of On Purpose. I just had a great conversation with Michael B. Jordan, and you can listen to it right now. Michael is known for his performances in both film and television. His breakout role was in Fruitvale Station, playing Oscar Grant, which earned him widespread praise and numerous award nominations. His portrayal of Killmonger in Marvel's Black Panther, one of my favorites, further solidified his status as one of Hollywood's leading actors, earning him widespread acclaim for his complex and compelling performance. In our conversation, Michael really opens up. You're going to love listening to it, and I can't wait for you to check it out. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. It's always the feeling when you're getting ready to, you know, people give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. People quit. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. When's the last time you've been to a Hollywood party? I never go to that. Come on, man. I said, when's the last time you've been to one? Shit, maybe the 90s. Yeah. Wow, you went to a party? Did you do any drugs? I, I don't remember about that. Uh, did did well, did you did you have to sign a pack? Did did, nah, the, bro, did the Illuminati guys come out? I don't do that. No Illuminati people. No, uh, really? I saw that shit. <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> I saw that shit. That, is that shit real? That sounds like some bullshit to me. People want to believe the Illuminati so bad. They want to believe in the Illuminati. Like, and she made me like, draw, and they wanted really? to draw my blood. What yeah, the fuck? She was like, "This we're talking about the chick. Uh, whoa, was it Whoa Vicky? That's a chick that used the N word and said she was black, so it was cool. The white chick. <laughs> she said she was black, so it was cool to use the N word, but." She was talking about the time she went to a party in Hollywood and they asked for her to leave her phone at the door. Uh-huh. They wanted her to also, what was it, the phone, sign an NDA uh-huh. and perk her blood. I mean, prick her blood. They want to prick her blood. <laughs> so she was like talking like it was some Illuminati stuff. I'm like, man, that's standard. When you go to like a, a party in Hollywood and you're hanging out with ultra celebrities, you know, uh-huh. that's a standard thing. And as far as as far as the blood thing, you know, that's you know, that could explain that was during COVID. So they were testing people with blood. Uh it was testing people's blood back then also. Oh. That was another way to test to do COVID tests back then. So but you had people all in the comments like, yeah, you know, and this is an old They wanna they want this shit to be so yeah. real, so fucking bad. But yeah. let me let me give an eye opener to um to these conspiracy theorists that like we black, okay? Now if it was any kind of fucking uh 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 human sacrifices and shit going on with with, with anybody with us, we're <laughs> fucked. Yeah. Can you imagine? Yeah, well, Jay-Z had uh 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 10 victims with their heads cut off in his basement and like that we there's no <laughs> such thing that would you know sacri- sacrificing yeah. uh some shit for the uh, Illuminati? No, not here. 
Like, get that out of your fucking heads. Like, black people are not a part of the Illuminati. Even, right. I don't even know if white people are. <laughs> but I know that ain't no in the world gonna get away with sacrificing some shit. And ain't no, it ain't no human sacrifices in the, in, in the black, so with the black. So get that shit out your fucking mind. We may have some crazy motherfuckers that's black. You know, do that, that do crazy shit. Yeah. <laughs> do say it again. We may have some, some crazy motherfuckers that's black that do some crazy shit. Now you say do 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 whatever the fuck I said. <laughs> whatever the fuck I said. Do some crazy ass shit, but the black Illuminati is not real. Illuminati, whatever the fuck you want to, it's not real, guys. Don't get that out of your fucking head. It's not real. And this was an old video. This is something that she said, I believe, back in 2001. But yeah, still, man. it doesn't matter if it was today. People just really want to believe the Illuminati exist. And you hear people saying all kind of crazy things about celebrities all the time. But I'm like, okay, yeah, I know that there are some messed up celebrities out there. There are weirdos out there. But it trips me out how so many people seem to hate entertainers. But everybody want to be entertained. Man, and then why, why, if you hate entertainers so fucking much, then why are you in their lives? Right. Why do you scroll their page? I was looking at, okay, so funny shit, over the, over the, uh, over the past weekend, uh, I, was, I, I got a chance to play in the Reggie Jackson uh, Foundation, the golf tournament of the foundation, right? Yeah, I saw you over there cheesing with uh, with, with Broadway Joe. Broadway Joe, yeah, yeah man. I saw uh, you. And, and 50 Cent, and Travis Scott, and Bunny, and um, everybody, man. This was out there, man. It's a beautiful, it was a beautiful thing, a beautiful sight to see. But I was looking and reading some comments, man. Like Khaled posted me and Mark Wahlberg, and, and, and you know, I was glad to see Mark because – you know, I'm, I'm a fan or whatever. But just motherfuckers just had goofy shit to say, man. You know, like uh, Cali playing golf now, um, talking about how it's swing and shit. If you don't like him, get the fuck off the page. You know, they're talking about, um, uh, you know, niggas playing golf or some shit like that. That's some bad shit. Like, this is great. And I think that everybody should take up the game of golf right now. Yeah. But you, you, you got to understand, Brad, some people are just stuck, bro. It was, yeah, it was, but it was really, a dude we, on it, my page. Did, it's some dude on my page. I, it's, I, I don't even remember the post that I made, but I know it, it was some type of post that I made about, oh, the football player who was cussing out the Cincinnati Bengals. He was somebody, you know, we say they yeah, take their like bomb that. ass back to Cincinnati. I like that. I like it. And I said, you know, what happened to sportsmanship? Uh -huh. You know, because it is a nationally broadcasted game where, where, where children are watching. Okay, that's and fine. And so, so it was a lot of profanity being used. So I was like, you know, well, what happened to sportsmanship? And so some dude commented, oh, this is the same dude was talking all this, talking all that, uh, doing all that cussing 20 years ago in his, in his music. Motherfucker. Yeah, 20 years 20 ago. Years yeah. Ago. Yeah, okay. So there are some people that are just stuck, bro, and they don't want you to grow. They don't even In fact, growing is offensive to them. Growth is offensive to them. And on really, any level, really it is imperative that we grow the fuck up. Here we go, <laughs> regardless of whatever situation you in, bro, you know, whatever your 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 
family or uh, your upbringing like like when do we evolve yeah. when do we when do we pick it up when do we do different shit in our lives man that shows growth man you know what i mean like bro what i look like walking around here and not growing man not showing growth not showing my children that i'm growing you know not being not being uh uh uh, uh grateful to have another shot in life, man. Like, why, why, why would you not grow? You know, why would you be mad because Willie's growing? And what the fuck would make you take time out of your day to post some on this man's page? Are you fucking bored? What's wrong with you? You watching this man page? You come in on like you could have. You could have went and got a fucking ice cream cone from somewhere instead of wasting that precious two minutes texting the motherfucker on social media. Mm-hmm. Like I'm disappointed in, 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 in people today, man. If you, if you dislike these entertainers or these lifestyles of the people that you are probing, that you continue to probe, then get the fuck off the page. Why are you here? Because they're pain freaks, bro. Oh, oh, they are? Pain freaks. Is that what that is? Because I'm going to tell you, bro, I don't follow nobody that I don't like, except the president. You know, and I follow the president because the president is is the commander in chief. But other than that, yeah, I gotta see what's going on. With hey, the man. But other of, than that, <laughs> I, I don't I don't follow people that I don't like, bro. Speaking of speaking of presidents, <laughs> how many times did Donald Trump plead the fifth <laughs> in the deposition? I didn't see it. <laughs> is that fool in it? Hey, it's, man. it's a video of him in uh, they have a they have a video of oh, Trump yeah, being deposed, okay. Willie, okay. and they okay. said he might have uh pleaded the fifth like four hundred times or some shit, man. Yeah, you know that was gonna happen anyway. You knew that was gonna happen. Hold on, man. I gotta look this up, bro. I know this sucks that I'm not all the way together. But I just wanna look it up, man. Okay, so he had a um deposition. He had a deposition with the New York uh, attorney, man, and um, in the uh, uh, watch Trump repeat same answer over and over while pleading the Fifth Amendment in new footage of New York fraud deposition. See, once once they start pleading the Fifth, you know, there's always exceptions, but typically, that's guilt because. You don't want to say anything because you know you don't want to get tripped up on those lies. <clears throat> if you get caught lying under oath, then that's your ass, right? It's supposed to be your ass. <laughs> but it's not for him, right? <laughs> it's supposed to be. Yeah, people do go to jail for that, though. Yeah. All the time. Well, not Trump, man, because Trump is... But you know what tripped me out? Why is it cool for people, normal, regular citizens, to go to jail for lying under oath, but cops don't go to jail for lying under oath? Oh, shit. Cops lie all the time, and when they find out they lie, they just, okay, well, don't worry about that testimony. We can't use that anymore. Nothing happens to them. Hold on. They're never uh, put on a stand either. Notice that. Well, from time to time they are, but yeah. they, but when they do, they lie. Most of the time, 
Hey, the man that the black guy said he was reaching for my gun, and I was. Did you see that? The from Memphis, he was like when he was they hit me, and he tried to hit me, and I, I was like, damn. Who is he talking about? When he was doing his, uh, when he was talking to, I don't know if it was a, a superior officer or a, uh, a, um, a supervisor. I don't know who he was talking to, but he was he was saying that the dude almost hit him. He reached for his gun and shit and hmm. all that. And then um, the guy that that had the child support issue, how he was shot in the back, and he's like, shots fired, shots fired. He reached for my taser, threw the taser down on him. Like mm-hmm. it's just a long list of bullshit that. That that's that that they do and they lie mm-hmm. about it and they never go to jail for it. Yeah. Know? Them prosecutor don't go to jail for suppressing evidence. They lie all the time. All the fucking time. Just railroading people, throwing people in jail left and right, man, and they never face punishment. I mean, it takes an act of Congress literally for a prosecutor to get prosecuted. That's crazy, Willie. Hey, I want to go back to that. Hollywood thing for a moment, this Illuminati thing. Uh, Let me explain something to you, family. Uh, So the reason why if you go to a party in Hollywood or any really party where you're going to be around ultra celebrities, more than likely, they're going to tell you to put that phone, check that phone in because they want that phone because they don't want you capturing images of people having a good time in compromising positions and they don't want you taking photos and images of those uh of, of the contents that may be in that room or in that house i can understand that, that. I'm, you're not gonna get an argument so out of me for that so that's one so when it comes to the NDA, they want you to sign that NDA so you don't go on social media running your mouth okay you know like like people so are so quick to do. And at at the end of the day, going to a party in Hollywood is just like going to a party anywhere else. If you see something that's weird, you got three choices. You can join in. Oh, look away. You can observe or you can leave. Fuck. Ain't nobody in Hollywood holding guns. Okay, you in here now. All right, give me the body. Uh, and ain't nobody throwing water over your head and writing on your on your on your forehead and saying, "All right, now you are Illuminati." Repeat after me. Ain't nobody doing that in okay, Hollywood. That's true. All right? That's true. So when you whatever you do in Hollywood, you do voluntarily. Ain't nobody holding you against your will. If you go out down there and, do, and, and go to one of those parties, hey man, you're gonna have to get down like they tell you to get down with the rules, or you bounce. Willie. At what point is the party over? Well, the party don't start till I walk in. I probably won't leave until the thing in. But in the meantime and in between time, you work your thing and I work mine. We came here together. That's what I'm talking Say, about. Say, man, what's up with Houdini, though? Hold up. <laughs> yeah. What up with that Houdini? Hip-hop, baby. Man. Don't you just love it? Houdini. Yeah, it, it really is. It, but when does the party? When is the party over? Like, at what point you did you the, really, the life party? I'm just no, not the oh, life party. Okay. I'm just saying. Yeah. And listen to me. I'm just saying. Like, when is the party over? You know, like when do you say? You know what? I party like a motherfucker when I was in my teens, or when I was in my twenties, or when I was in my thirties, forties, fifties. 
60s, 70s, 80s. Motherfuckers still trying to go to parties and shit, man. Like, when does the party end? Like, when do oh, a motherfucker... Like yeah. Like, <laughs> goddamn, dog. Like, we gonna keep going to parties? Like, you wanna be in somebody's life so fucking bad until you just wanna go to the party. You know? What about if it's your party? I mean, you're welcome to come to my party. But <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm just saying, if, if I don't but, think the party really, ends. No, man. wait, it, it does end. I don't but think listen, it you can bring your fucking phone into my party because there's nothing yeah. going on in there that I wouldn't want the world to see. Okay, that right. party. That party. Okay. Yeah, you're welcome to join me. If I throw a party, man, pull up. Yeah. I have some cool ass parties. But here's my thing, Willie. Like, eventually, bro, like the party. You're not, you okay, not you. But here's, here's the thing, Willie. Mm-hmm. Like, you're everyday Joe Blow. And it's costing you $1,000 to get in this party. You're skipping the line. You're, every, you know, you got to get up and go to work in the morning. You know? Uh, you didn't rented this Rolls Royce for the weekend. You know, that's, you, know, you, you bought some shit that you really can't afford, you know, to get in this party. To this for this party, like you going to be something at this party that you're not for real. Now, I ask you again: When does the party stop? When do a motherfucker wake up and say, "You know what? That's Floyd Mayweather's lifestyle. This shit ain't that." Man, I work at fucking French's. Well, first of all, for the party to end, a a person would have to be themselves tired of the party. They have to be done with the party. They, they, they have to come to the conclusion that the party's that, over? That the party is over. Okay. They have to come to the conclusion that the party no longer benefits them or serves them in any type of way. And they have to come to the conclusion that the party is now a pain. Huh. And if you don't ever come to that that conclusion, then there is no change. Because just like in life in general, people will change when the pain of the same becomes greater than the pain of the change. Say that again. People will change when the pain Wait, of the same. Wait, are you rapping? No, no, no. I am okay, well, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> you but people will change when the pain of the same becomes greater than the pain of the change. When it becomes greater for you to stay the same. When the pain becomes greater oh, for you God to stay the same, it, then it would be for you to change. Then that's when you change. Willie, come on, dog. What's the problem? That, can you remember that shit? All that shit you just said? Yeah. Okay. All right, just making sure. Because I damn near walked out. Because I thought you was going to make a song or some shit. No, I'm serious. Okay, I'm all serious. right, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, but, dog. But, it's, but, it, but it, it comes down to like like any bad habit, like any habit or anything that doesn't benefit you. Make like, that shit rhyme. Anything make that the habit shit rhyme. Habit? Like, rabbit. God no. damn it. Grab it. <laughs> <laughs> and, hey, and rest on the Sabbath. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and rest on the Sabbath. <laughs> Willie, uh, we got a Super Bowl coming up. Yeah, who you think going to win? Do you bet on the Super Bowl? Do you bet I mean, I might have to fucking bet because for the first time in the history of the of, 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 of the NFL, we have two. Yeah. Yeah. African-American black quarterbacks. I just love that shit. But anytime you say for the first time and you put black in it, it's too fucking long. Yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah, man, it's the first time a black. I, stop. 
That's too fucking long. Like this, this fucking country has been in existence since what? 1778 or some shit like that. Or before that. Yeah, way before that. Way before that. But uh, I'm just saying, like when yeah. they de- de- declared their fucking independence. All right? Like if it's the first time, if it's the first time that a black person did anything in this country, that's too fucking long. It's that's not 1775, Willie. It's 2023. That's, that's too long. That's a good point. That's way too long. So, like I was saying, man, the first, like, like I was saying, like, <laughs> for the first time, you got Africans in, in, the, in the history of this country, you got two uh, African-American uh, <laughs> black kids playing in the Super Bowl. That's big, mm-hmm. right? That's, 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 that's bigger than the Super Bowl itself to people that, that, um, that it means something to. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, that shit means something to me. These little kids grew up playing football and, and little league and junior high and, 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 and high school and college. And now they fucking playing on the biggest stage of the sport. Mm-hmm. You know, two black kids, quarterbacks. All right. I love that. That's yeah. absolutely fantastic. Okay. Um, I think that, uh, uh, the enemy is, is the, uh, he's the, uh, offensive coordinator. For the Chiefs, I think that he did a brilliant fucking job, and it's time for him to go somewhere and be a head coach. Man, pick one. I'm trying to get who you got, man. I don't man. give a fuck about who you got. I, I got football, man. Well, I'm how you going to bet if you ain't going to pick a, a winner? Got to pick a winner. <laughs> I'm going to go with the Philadelphia Eagles, and let me tell you why. Because... Okay, so Kansas City, my I, I like Kansas City Chiefs a lot, and um, I'm gonna go with with the Eagles because Jalen is from uh, he from Houston, and that's that's my story. I like Philly better. Well, let me put it like this: I like Philly more, mm. but it's something about that damn quarterback that the Kansas City Chiefs have. And yeah, Mahomes, that Patrick Mahomes. He's special, man. He knows how to win. He what just he knows how to win. He knows he he has that that Tom Brady type effect. He does. Like he knows. Like he really and does. I don't even like him as a person. You do? I don't like how him. How can you not like him? Man, I don't like him. I don't like I don't him. like how he presented himself uh, during during the whole knee situation. What I don't you like mean? that. You know, he was on some of that respect the flag stuff. I ain't with that. You know, Willie, do you um? <clears throat> I um. I like I like I like the the idea of people using the flag to represent the, their country or represent their gang bang or whatever the fuck. You know what I mean? Like like. The American flag is a big ass gang bang. The Chinese flag is a gang bang. Like, yeah, motherfucker, this so and so, so and so China, or this so and so, so and so Pakistan, or this so and so, so and so USA. Everybody using their flag to represent gang bang, right? You agree? Mm-hmm. Okay. I like. I like the flag of Ghana. 
I like the flag of Ghana. You know why? Because I'm black, bro. I'm a ride with the Black Panther flag. I don't even know why you said that. <laughs> but I'm just saying, man, I want to, I want to, <clears throat> I want to go to Ghana. I want to move to Ghana. I want to move somewhere. I was talking to my buddy, you know, Beto. I was talking to Beto, man, and Beto was talking, and he, you know, he got deported. And Beto was like, man, for the first time in my life, I see what it's like being a first-class citizen. Yeah, I hear a lot of black people say that, that black people who have moved to, like, Jamaica and, and Africa, you know. Yeah, I hear a lot of black people say that. Like, you, you wake up and you don't have to worry about fucking being judged. Yes, you have to worry about being murdered by the police, you know, just... You know, when they come to your house or something or you get pulled over, or you don't have to worry about, oh, the reason why she got an attitude is because, you know, I'm black. Because you see it all the time. Man. You do? I, I even notice it like, I even notice, I even notice, man, that I was in a, I was in this Chinese restaurant <laughs> a couple months ago and I'm sitting with this young lady and, um, uh, the the waiter was she was waiting on the booth right next to us also mm-hmm. and when she was waiting a on white the, lady was doing what the asian lady was waiting on this white uh these white people that was in the booth next to us oh yeah and and i'm looking and and every time she go to the white table, she going back and forth to the white table. They had a lot of demands. So she kept yeah. going back and forth to that, from their table to our table. Uh-huh. And when she go to that table, she was doing like this. She's like, uh-huh, yes, okay. Uh-huh. She was smiling. I, I swear to God, she was doing it just like that. Okay, uh-huh, <laughs> yes, okay, okay. You right? Okay. She come over to our table. Can I help you? <laughs> I swear to God, man. But they so be like she did that it twice. Though. So after she did it, after she did it the first time, I was like, damn. Now the girl that I was with, she couldn't see what was happening because I was facing the other boot. Okay. So she couldn't yeah. see. She had her back to them. And I was like, damn, did you notice? Because <clears throat> I was like, "Could you? did you notice how polite she was to them and then how dry she was to us? She said, oh, no, I didn't notice. So I was like, watch this. Here she come. So she come over there. She's like, She's talking to the other, uh, to the other, yes, thank you. To the I other like, guests, I like, like uh huh, yes, okay, uh huh, mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, smiling there, the teeth, everything. She come over to our table. Can I help you? She came over to our table. Okay, what you want? <laughs> I was like, <laughs> <laughs> you I was like, man, I'm not paranoid, man. It's funny? not are all you, in my you, head, are man. Are you serious? They do it. White folks do it. Yeah, everybody does that. Mexicans do they it. They do it. I, I, they all do it. But you know what? You know what's worst is when we do it to each other. I just went to. A place I today. seen that happen too. I went to a place today. Um, I mean, not today. I went to, to uh, a place. Yeah, today. I went. And I got. I went and got some food from a place. I'm not going to name the name of the um, place, but. The lady was like, she was mad that I came in there to get some food from them. And um, I don't think that we should spend our money where we're not welcome. So That's automatic. So um, 
if they're not treating you with the same respect that they treat their other uh, patrons, then then you should walk right out of that motherfucker. Mm-hmm. Um, I was at the airport the other day, and the lady was super ass kissy. A uh, white lady was super ass kissy to white couple. And then, um, you know, you want a bag? Would you like a bag? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and I get up there, man. I pay for my water. And my Eminem, because I'm an Eminem fanatic. And uh, the bitch didn't even greet me. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've I've experienced the same thing. Five ninety nine. I gave the bitch the money or whatever. I'm saying bitch because yeah. fuck her. Because she was a bitch. She was a bitch. I mean, I, hey, look, I, I've experienced the same thing. But like I said, I've also experienced it from, from bug dancing, shuck and jive, black folks. Who will give yeah. other people more courtesy than yeah, they, they give their own themselves. people. Themselves. Shit. Low down, you low down dirty scoundrels. You low down dirty scoundrels. You've you your mama should be embarrassed and your daddy should have yanked his meat out. Wow. <laughs> you <That> fuckers. Was... <laughs> wow. Okay. You just saying, Willie. That I'm I'm out, man. I'm out. You gonna I, leave now? I, there's nothing else to say after that, man. No, it, it, the, I'm done, man. I, I'll see you next week. I'm you leaving for real? I'm done. You mad? <laughs> <laughs> you mad because I use your slogan? <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen. I guess Willie got me back with a dose of my own fucking medicine. Until next time. Peace. Love, soul, and. This episode was produced by A-King and brought to you by the Black Effect Podcast Network and and iHeartRadio. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. Welcome to Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. This week, I'm talking to acclaimed musician and entrepreneur, Pitbull. I think that education is the real revolution because as much as we speak about all the problems that there is in society and the world today, my mother's always told me, son, don't worry, the world's always been coming to an end. Don't let it scare you out of living. Listen to Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey there, I'm Dr. Maya Shunker, and I'm a scientist who studies human behavior. Many of us have experienced a moment in our lives that changes everything, that instantly divides our life into a before and an after. On my podcast, A Slight Change of Plans, I talk to people about navigating these moments. Their stories are full of candor and hard-won wisdom. And you'll hear from scientists who teach us how we can be more resilient in the face of change. Listen on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Listen to the highly anticipated 100th episode of Tank and Jay Valentine's R&B Money Podcast with artist Chris Brown. Even working with you from Carrie Hilson, Adonis, mm-hmm. back in the day, I was 15, 14 doing that album. So like I said, I was in school like, yeah. okay, this is how you do it. This is how you make a song. There's a verse, a pre-chorus, and then a hook. I didn't know none of that. You learned I, that over a summer, bro. That's what I, it felt like. That's what it felt like. Listen to R&B Money on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts.
Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.